0: Welcome to Catholic Radio for Katie Anna's presentation of Cajun Catholics. Here's your host, Todd Citron.
1: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen.
2: Our most kind and gracious Heavenly Father, thank you so much for bringing us together today in this beautiful little studio um, with my new friend, Todd. Um, we're very grateful and humble. And we love you so much. We ask that you uh, use us as vessels today. Um, allow the Holy Spirit to speak through us, and let us leave here, going to love everyone the way that you love us.
1: In your most precious name, we pray. Amen. Name the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. You're listening to Cajun Catholic special episode today. This is part one of a two-part series. It's the Can I Get a Amen girls? Yeah, Amen. amen. Woo! <laughs> they are on fire. Uh, happy to, so proud and happy, and uh, just um, privileged to have them in the booth. And today the guest is going to be Kayla Stansberry, and um, the co-host for today will be Miss Christy Fredu.
0: Yes, and
1: she's no stranger to co-hosting. So uh, again, uh, welcome to the show, <laughs> Kayla. Tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Okay. Oh, I'm so bad at this. Born and raised in Lafayette. Um, we lived in the same house for just about all 36 of my years and i moved to austin texas after college no graduated from ul um one day i just woke up and said i was gonna pack everything i could fit in my forerunner and and included my dog and
1: i left that's a toyota forerunner right i was a toyota forerunner yeah, okay, yeah,
2: <laughs> there's a lot of life in that in that uh-huh. um vehicle um although i've imagined i'm driving away in a bronco today so I mean, <laughs> it's possible <laughs> amen <laughs> um
1: <laughs> can i get a amen <laughs>
2: So, yeah, so I packed up and I moved to, to Austin. I had no job, nowhere to live. A friend gave me her couch for seven days, and um, that was probably the first dumb, brave thing that I did as a grown-up. Um, and then just as quickly as I wanted to leave, I, I woke up one day and was ready to come home because <laughs> Christy was here. I hadn't met her yet, but she was here doing a Bible study with all of my, I call them my lifers, my girlfriends that I've, I've known since I was five years old. They were all doing a Bible study with Christy, and I wanted in on that. Um, and so that was God's first little wink of like, hey, sis, come home. Um, there's something big for you over here. So
1: So what I like to do is unpack like where we are today and how did we get here. And so these girls have, have had a podcast for, I think, three years mm-hmm. about. And it's uh, uh, probably close to 150 episodes, I guess. Yeah. And um, it's called Can I Get an Amen? Their studio is in their house in Scott. And um, so how did we get to this point? Like um, it, something has let God I, – I know I've heard – I listened recently last night to a bunch of your podcasts. What I hear in your voice is, is just this great love of the Lord, and it's like it's been energized in the last few years. That, that's just me speaking. I don't know if that's true. But take us back, like where you started with your faith life, who in your family – you know, got you going and, and how did you get to where you are today?
2: Okay. So uh, born and raised a uh, cradle Catholic or cult- cultural Catholic. Is that what we're calling it now? <laughs> yeah. Um, I love that. So I, I grew up at Holy Cross, uh, father Kale, mm-hmm. um, who's on my Mount Rushmore. He baptized me, heard my first confession, gave me my first communion and um so that was my home parish growing up we went to mass every sunday and went to catechism class and it was just what we were supposed to do and that's what we did my mom took us my dad uh, was baptist um most all of my life and he went to the bayou church and so he was probably the most faithful person in the family He, man, the man loved his Bible. He was always in his Bible. He would lecture us when we would screw up. He was so quick to pull a Bible verse, um, and it used to aggravate me. It would would eat my lunch. He he would just (laughs) be preaching. And I would get so mad at him because I knew how imperfect he was, and he was preaching at me. And I'm like, why are you preaching the Bible verses at me? But those were all little mustard seeds that God was planting the whole time because he died a couple of years ago. But he gave me that Bible about a decade ago, and his notes and his handwriting are all over that thing. And wow. so it's such a beautiful way for me to just get to hear his voice again, talk to him again. Is just anytime yeah. I open that book, yeah.
1: So you know the whole the whole basis behind Corsia really is it's that the man is the spiritual leader of the mm-hmm. house, and I hear you saying that in your family, and it's uncommon, I think. Uh, what do you think, Christy? I mean, is that oh, yeah. uncommon? I think for most for most people, whether boy or girl. Um, jump in here, you know, girl, you your partner This is your opportunity
0: well, I was going to say, I think it's hilarious How she <laughs> she would get aggravated at her dad For for preaching from the Bible Because at Bible study, she sure would take that Bible To Bible study and preach to all of us mamas Ooh, yeah. She would always say Anxiety is irrational Because um, that was something that her dad had written in the Bible And I used to get aggravated at her Because I think The first time you hear truth It stings a little bit And so it's so funny just to to sit here and listen to her, give her testimony and see all the little, the ways that God was weaving Mm -hmm. the gifts that she received. Then she was re-gifting to other people that she didn't even realize.
2: Man, that's a whole thing you just said. The first time you hear the truth, it stings. And I mean, every time we would screw up, that man would lecture us with a Bible verse. Beautiful.
1: Let me tell you what y'all touched me with. uh, The Mary had a little lamb thing. (laughs) 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 I mean, really, like, wow. Talk about right in front of us. Mary had a little lamb.
2: Wait, you didn't know that either?
1: No. Oh, look at that. I was freaking out about that. My wife is looking at me like, wow. Yeah, no, that's. She didn't know either? No, that's an epiphany for us.
0: See, okay. isn't that what the whole episode was about though? No. Like, we, we're scared to ask dumb questions or what we think are dumb, yeah. but really, everybody wants to know do fish pee yeah. and is pumpkin spice made from pumpkin? Yep, and Mary had a little lamb, yeah, yeah
1: yeah Yeah. my 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 fishing partner would always say don't drink the water at you know where we're fishing because fish pee in it he (laughs) would always say that so they do apparently but um so i want to ask you know so just so you know because you don't get and i don't get the opportunity to have someone listen to your podcast in front of you or where you can see their reaction and that's something that i wish that I, i i'm sure we all wish we could see because we would do things differently maybe we would ask different questions and but I just want you to know, as you were saying about, you know, as a Catholic, we we're scared to ask these questions. My wife is nodding the entire time. She's <laughs> like, "Yes, that's me." You know, that's yeah. so true, and it is. I mean, you know, you, you're, you're touching people in so many ways that you can't see. I hope, I hope we are too with Cajun Catholics, but. I think that's the beauty of what we're doing, and uh, maybe that's also God's way of, you know, um, being still remaining hidden a little bit, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, okay, so this was the question that hit me last night when I was praying about today, is you know, give me some memorable, and not not, you know, you guys ask me like favorite guests and this and that, but memorable moments for you uh, from the podcast, like. Give me some memorable moments that, right. that you'll take with Don't have a lot of time. I'm like, okay, know, be mindful of
2: the time, Kayla, because every week, every week, I don't think it could get any better, and then it gets better every single week. <sighs> Are you ask, is there a who? No, but no, they're
1: both looking up at the sky over there. And <laughs> I'm like looking at this crucifix.
2: Right. I'm like, Lord, tell me. So I'll, I'll say the line that sticks out the most for me was um, two weeks to the day after my dad died. Who? I hate telling this story. I can't do it without tears. Um, Father Blake Durock was uh, being interviewed. I had never met him before. And I was telling him I was taking on the whole world. Like, who's going to fix the cars? And who's going to, you know, who's going to get us to heaven now? My dad's gone. And, you know, just the weight of the world was on my shoulders. And he said, I think your dad would just want you to be a daughter. Mm -hmm. And that stuck. Even to today, um, I still pray with those words because... Not just my dad, um, my earthly father, but, like, my heavenly father just wants me to be a daughter. And that was, like, the first mustard seed of the journey of, like, my identity in Christ. Because he was the second priest we had had on, but the first Mm -hmm. priest of, like, like an avalanche of priests Mm -hmm. (laughs) that came. So um, that's probably my favorite line. Um, And it's not lost on me that after my dad died, the Lord just kept sending me all these fathers, like, actual collared fathers to my house so um, that brought me back to church.
0: So praise the Lord for that.
1: Krista. you were there for that?
0: I was. I was going to say, we probably have a lot of the same fond memories. Mm-hmm. But I remember um, Father brought like watching that moment happen. And seeing something shift in Kayla because she had been asking all the questions. I could tell she was curious because she kept asking these questions about our faith and confession and, and all these things that I could tell she was struggling, that she wanted to believe and she wanted to be more open. And when he said that, it was like, I mean, the floodgates always open with Kayla, but it was just in this very specific way that I felt like she felt a release of permission to just be where she was in that moment. Mm-hmm
1: so beautiful um all right i love that give me some more give me some more
2: so i would say just a couple of months after that moment i had been asking all of the priests about confession i needed to know i wanted to understand why we had to do it um why i had to go confess my man my my sins to a man and why couldn't i just talk to the lord about it and um enter farther bryce higginbotham he came from the Homa thibodeau diocese and um I must have asked a whole lot of questions that episode, mm-hmm. because after we were done recording, he offered to do confession with me mm-hmm. in, in the studio in my home, um, which was a safe space and so beautiful. And that was like my first confession. I like to call it my first confession, you know, from, from being 20 years away from the church. And that grace was wild for me. It was, it was a game changer for me. And him asking me specifically before we started confession, he said, "What? What are you trying? What's your goal? What are you trying to get out of this?" And so, being able to think about that for a second and just say, "Look, I just want the joy and the peace in my heart that you guys have." Speaking specifically of the clergy that had been in my home recently, I'm like, "I want that. Whatever it is you'll have inside of you, that holiness, that that love, I want that." And so, I've been chasing it ever since. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I can attest that you know the this podcast and yours, I'm sure, it's, it's you're bringing everyone along with you in your spiritual journey, right and And when we have these guests on, yes we're we're we're, we're asking them questions that we like the audience would want want, want to ask, and and we're certainly letting that I always say when I bring somebody on, you know they're the star, just don't get in the way you know that that we need to feature them, but there is a little hidden agenda. Oh, 100%. and I have it too, you know. And and whatever's going on in my faith life, like I'm digging, you know, mm-hmm. I'm digging for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You experience that too. Oh, Christy? definitely.
0: All the time. I was about to say, the memorable moments to me, or we call it sneaky Jesus. It's like I come into the studio with this, however, my day is, or whatever's going on in my house or my relationships. And those questions always originate from my heart. And so I think sometimes I'm like, oh, Lord, somebody could really read my diary if they go back and listen to the episodes of, like, what questions am I asking? Because it's because I want to know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Y'all think often that um, one day your children will will listen? Yeah, Have y'all thought much about that? I don't
2: have any, but I think all my spiritual children, I hope that they listen. I hope my godson listens. Um, I think uh, there's a little tiny part of me that thinks he's listening right now. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you will, but yes no i I think about that when we interviewed Yvonne B Avenue mm. pretty much the moment she left my house, I was like, my gosh, her babies are gonna get to hear this one day, yeah, um, and then when yeah. she passed away, just knowing that 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 memory that moment, her voice, I don't think about it from my standpoint, like I hope my family hears me one day, but like I hope people hear this one day because mm-hmm. just the hope that we get to give people hearing other people's experiences and
0: one of the things that I think we talked about a lot, you know, when we started the, the Light Project was wanting to leave a legacy for me in particular with my children, wanting to leave a legacy for my children of faith, like a path that they could follow in because we wanted, I want them to want to learn about their faith. And I think the way that I envisioned it was like a physical place for them to go like a church or a house like we want to buy a house one day for the light project for to be that safe space and that sacred space for people to grow in their faith and community but then God keeps revealing these ways that like Christy it's already happening you know this podcast is a safe place where people come to a complete stranger's house and tell their life story and leave these little nuggets that are leaving a pathway little breadcrumbs of a pathway not only for us but hopefully for our, for my kids and their kids mm-hmm. one day to just see like wow that's a real story developing right in front of my eyes i don't have to wish and wonder what my mom's faith journey looked like i can like listen and, yeah. and other people's too you know
1: i want to remind our listeners you're listening to cajun catholics and today's guest is kayla Stansberry and krista Freydu and they are the can i get amen girls their, their podcast can be found online at, uh, I guess, SoundCloud.
2: SoundCloud, Spotify, Spotify, Apple podcasts, all podcast, All of your
1: friendly yeah. stuff. And uh, it's awesome stuff. And I think the thing that people love is that it's real. It's not what you would turn the radio on and hear. You know, I'm starting to really kind of get into podcasts, too. And um, people do listen when they're exercising. And it's just good stuff. And, mm-hmm. and, and it's local. And that's what I love about y'all's show and I, hopefully that's what we bring to to the airways too. You know, it's just something really good and local because there's so many great stories. And uh, I think we'll always have a job. Yeah, um, I, I, they got lots of people in Lafayette that that's, that we're going to have in the future. Tell me, whose idea was it to start the show? How did that all evolve?
2: Christy, Christy, every idea we've had has come from Christy. <laughs> like this, this is this was birthed from her brilliant and cuckoo brain. Like, and by cuckoo, I mean that in the most amazing way she just has the wildest ideas and i am like blind faith i'm like yes let's go yes 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 the bible study turned into a facebook page the facebook page turned into a nonprofit. you know just everything that's happening has all stemmed from her brilliant brain um so this was all her idea this is her fault how,
1: how christy how do we get to the podcast
0: so you can find us at wearethelightproject.org slash podcast or slash Can I Get an Amen podcast. I'm not exactly sure which one. Um, or you can find us on uh, Facebook under The Light Project. And also at Can I Get an Amen on Instagram.
1: That's very good information, but that's not what I'm asking. How did we get to the podcast?
2: Oh, I just said, (laughs) how did we find the podcast? So when I moved home from Texas Texas and joined the Bible study, Christy and I are the last two standing in the Bible study. This was maybe almost 10 years ago, eight Mm -hmm. or nine years ago. So she got me a job where we both work um, at the therapy center. And I'm doing the recruiting. She does marketing. And we were doing a roadshow um, all across the state of Louisiana with our employees where we were doing leadership training and um, temperament assessments. And, like, we were just do- we were just on fire for being better humans and learning how to take better care of each other and being better leaders. You and I and Christy, we were talking about this on the way over here. And we were just so, like, wanting to share the good news of all the things we were learning. Um and so Christy asked one day, she's like, hey, you want to do a podcast? And then we bought a microphone. <laughs> and it was just that quick. And she Googled. I remember she gave me like a packet of 12 pages. And she was like, we need to fill this out with like our list of dream guests. And what, you know, what's the mission going to be? And what are we going to do? And we've been giggling the last couple weeks because our first episode was about a man carrying a giant carrot through town. Um, to try to calm the minds of these people that were rioting. And so that's what our first episode was about. And I felt like crazy to keep Jesus out of it. And now the podcast is about the man carrying the cross. That's and it's crazy. just so crazy how Jesus has been so sneaky and so gentle with us this whole time um, as to let all of this unfold.
1: If I'm hearing you correct, the podcast started as sort of a secular thing? Is it? Or 100%. Was it? Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, for me, I think Christy probably always she had. had, a, she had an I always had a. I always had. I didn't know it'd be this, but I always had a seeking heart for more answers. Mm-hmm. um And then I, God was using my journey on the podcast alongside of my journey outside the podcast, where I was getting deeper into my Catholic faith because mm-hmm. it was definitely a time. My husband was still Baptist at the time. I went to school in North Louisiana. I had a lot of. Um, non-Catholic friends that really helped to form my faith. The first time I ever did Bible study was in a small group in college. And it was all these North Louisiana girls that listened to Caleb on the radio and had no shame about it. And it was so different and so intriguing to me. I wanted that, but it took a long time for it to kind of fester. And I think once I started my family and started to feel the necessity to spread that faith to my kids, I was silently seeking it outside of the podcast. And so Again, with everything coming from my heart, I was curious and wanted to know more and wanted to learn more, and God used that as a pathway. And so I went to my first um, retreat and then went to confession for the first time and then met this priest who then became my spiritual director, and that's kind of where it started to shift a little bit because as we started asking the questions, just like everything in our Catholic faith it makes you want to go deeper. It Mm -hmm. makes you want to know more and it's just never ending.
1: Mm -hmm. So I talk often on the show, how our faith is, is uh, deep, uh, in in many other places in the country, it's wide, but in South Louisiana, it's wide and deep. It's both, Mm -hmm. um, you know, which is awesome. Uh, so, had y'all heard previous podcasts? Did y- y'all had listened to podcasts before?
2: I'd only listened to like the murder ones that she sent me, <laughs> or, or we listened to them Same on way. the way home from the road shows that we were doing, like driving home from Monroe. We were listening to Doctor Death or whatever yeah. kind of wild stuff she was. Those was the
0: only podcast I'd ever heard before. I love how she says yes to everything that I say. Sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, she's such a good friend. She really entertains all my crazy ideas. I had started listening to podcasts probably a few years before that. Again, Mm -hmm. wanting to grow as a professional because my career really came first at that season in my life. And so that's kind of where I got introduced to podcasts initially was through that career standpoint. Gotcha. Kayla, what?
1: Y'all have a lot of Baptist background, both of you. Uh, what what would your dad feel? How, how would he uh, be okay with the way things have turned out for you?
2: I think my dad would be tickled to death. Yeah. He'd probably laugh at that joke, too, since he's dead. <laughs> that <laughs> I have a relationship with Jesus. That's all he's ever wanted for me. Right. He's, he's always been pretty clear with me that, um, you know, in his mind, the Lord's not religious. The Lord mm-hmm. just wants his daughter, you know, to be his daughter, essentially. Mm-hmm. So I think he'd just be super proud that I have a awesome relationship with my maker
1: what do, what do you think is the biggest um, I guess shared faith uh, with the Catholics and the Baptists and maybe something that's that's that, that where we're apart Oh
2: shared um, I think there is I think there is a mutual, Respect and craving for more of the actual Bible um, and understanding, like, uh, some of the Baptist people that we've interviewed or one in particular, I remember him telling us, he was like, man, if I wasn't um, Baptist, I would totally be Catholic. Like, him getting to witness the Eucharist and those kinds of things. I think just the shared love of the Lord and wanting to bring people to heaven is the thing that we all have in common as Christians. Um, And so, to me, it's potato, potato, but I mean man, the there's nothing like the sacraments. There's nothing like the Eucharist. I mean, I want everybody to to ride this roller coaster with us. Um, but look, we all the goal's the same, right? Mm-hmm. Get to heaven
0: and bring everybody we can with us. So.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. What do you think, Christy?
0: I wanted to ask you what now that you know so much about the saints, who do you think your dad's favorite saint would be? Oh
2: saint philip Neri probably Uh, because my dad was just you know he was the one-liners he was he's funny i mean i get my sense of humor from him big time and that that saint was known for his sense of humor and his pranks i would totally think my dad's probably hanging out with him up there
1: yeah yeah awesome that's fun yeah so they're big into this mount rushmore thing and it's really freaked me out a little bit you know (laughs) i've I've been hunting and fishing and it's all i'm talking about is mount rushmore type (laughs) stuff that's fun (laughs) <laughs> you know, and y'all kind of caught me in left field when you asked me, uh, uh, my Mount Rushmore and I, and I mentioned my anti Mount Rushmore, which I never gave, you know, but I'm still, I don't know why I'm more drawn to the anti Mount Rushmore for some reason. Well, but. you're
2: like, I know exactly what I don't want to be. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that.
1: Yeah. 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 Uh, so, um, anyway, w- where'd that come from?
2: the Bobby Bones show it's the morning show i listen to okay. um i love country music and so i've been listening to that show since they were in pop radio when i lived in texas um and so they always ask the rushmore question but but about anything music yeah. you know who's your who's your who's on your your rushmore of 90s country music um songs or you know whatever so that's where i got the idea all right i it. love
1: country music let's talk about that a little bit okay. who, who do you respect in, in country music that you uh who, who could we have on your okay, show potentially? look
2: craig morgan i listened to an really? interview with him the other day that man loves jesus wow. i would love to interview him and i he didn't come out and say it but there's no way he's not catholic yeah. i mean that man really? loves the lord Loves the Lord, so I would hundred percent. Oh man, I would. Is I'd melt the, um, if we could get that man on. The, uh. I
0: climbed out of a cottonwood tree. Yes, <laughs> How, I about okay. <laughs> How about y'all that?
1: How about that? Y'all didn't know y'all were getting a oh, show today. Yeah. I think we should do an entire podcast. Y'all should. Uh, uh, I'd be willing to throw my two cents in. But I think it's more appropriate for you guys uh, to do a whole deal about the country and who's the Christian singers and the Catholic singers. Oh, that would be fun. That would be fun. We do a little research. We'd do a little research. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, let's do it. I think that would
1: be fun. We love Florida Georgia Line at my house. And um, we're still upset about the breakup. Um,
2: <gasps> they broke up yeah <laughs> newsflash
1: yeah newsflash
2: what's your favorite song of theirs oh
1: Ooh, i love all of them um my wife likes the one uh oh god you're gonna catch me off guard here it's uh uh blah, 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 roots roots what is it uh something to dig your roots in d oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah
2: i can't think of how it goes yeah Man, i love I, them all I, I love their og song yeah um, cruise mm, yeah cruise oh, is hard so to good. beat
1: i mean we've been to several of their concerts um yeah, it's. Yeah, I like Maroon 5, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the guy's cheating, apparently, and it's a problem. But uh, my kids want to go do the Las Vegas thing, and I'm like, he's a cheater. I'm, I'm, like, nah. I'm not giving
2: I'm not him a I'm a cheater. Yeah. Um, dude, we were at Mass Saturday afternoon after our retreat, and um, I could not help but think of you, and we both got the giggles immediately. You know, they're consecrating the host, and I just look over at Christy, and we just both mouthed at the same time, Batman.
1: Oh, that's <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> Embarrassing. No, it's
2: awesome. Yeah, I just want you to know. Think it's about you every day when I'm at mass. Yeah.
1: Look, between us three, let's come up with a better name. We can do this, and it's going to go. It's going viral. We'll okay. it'll, it'll, it'll go straight to Rome, and that'll be part of the training.
0: Okay, I don't know the name, but to me, it always looks like the dove.
1: I like that. No? I like that. A Is that not what it's supposed the name's to be? The Holy Spirit. No,
0: that's what I thought. The parents. Was the love between the father and the son.
1: We got some explaining to do. <laughs> uh we're talking about the original piece of the eucharist and my family i don't know why i don't know how i'm a little embarrassed by it but you know when we get the original piece when you go to communion we we started calling it pac-man because we didn't really have a name for it but it's it's a special a little blessing that i feel like you know um that god has in store for you and you know it shouldn't be that way. I, I'm 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 very ashamed. I'm like I should go to confession over this. But but our families uh, notice, and when we get it, we're it we're overjoyed. Yeah. And so we call it Pac-Man. We need to find a better name.
2: So let me make you feel a little less embarrassed. Yeah. I, I had a private mass on Friday. This is the first time I've ever done this, and so it's just me and the priest and the Pac-Man. And I get the That's whole. That's pretty private. I get yeah. the whole other half of the Eucharist. <laughs> Dang. And I paused because I needed to. I mean, I'm sorry, Jesus, but I needed to yeah. fold sure. it or something like yeah. it. I could. I, wow. And the, and the priest immediately turned around and put the chalice underneath in case I dropped any. Crumbs. I was like, I'm not going to drop Jesus's crumbs. Yeah. And before I took the Eucharist, I'm like, it's a big bite. <laughs> I Dang. said this right as I'm. I'm t- I'll wonder how they do that. But sometimes. yeah, how do
1: they do that?
2: that's yeah. wild
1: yeah, yeah. I, I don't know
2: but i gotta say it hit a little different i'm with you the pac-man the, that's big that puts stuff me on fire. i'm just yeah. saying
1: you know pay attention and then when you're sitting in the back of church and you get it then it's like whoa okay yeah. now they've called you out you've been yeah. called out this isn't a coincidence <laughs> this is a calling
2: the lord wanted you to have this specific so. piece yes, yes
1: okay so on that subject either one of you eucharistic ministers
0: not officially no, no. No, mm-mm, mm-mm. I'm you? not
1: officially. I went on a, a mission trip and they commissioned me to do it. And they just made me and I'm like, I'm not legal. And they said, just do it anyway. And so, uh, how do you then,
2: have to how do you legally become? Well, that's
1: pretty funny. Y'all were with father Mike. He can do it in about five minutes in his shorts. You know? oh, okay. He came in my office uh, with a t-shirt <laughs> and shorts on and said, I commission you. In the name of the Father and Son and the Holy Spirit. It wasn't quite that simple, but it was pretty close. <laughs>
2: okay, well, he'll be with okay. us tomorrow. We'll yeah. ask him Hence to forward, make uh, it uh, official. So, yeah,
1: that would be great. Y'all yeah. are going to be with them? Yes, you have to do it.
2: Okay. You heard it here, we'll t- folks. T- yeah, we'll okay. tell him that
1: you sent him. Our, our newest uh, <laughs> Eucharistic ministers. Well time has flown um we are just a minute left in the show and these girls are used to taping a lot longer than that but um uh kayla just a blessing to have you on the show and uh i, I think i speak for christy and myself i feel like i'm your co-host too sometimes in, sp- in a spiritual way certainly and um you-, you you have such a big heart and so much to give our community and i, I need to just thank you for what you're doing uh your listeners uh, appreciate you more than you know and uh and i love the fact that y'all are doing what you're doing and you're doing a great job and uh, please please Support them. It's Can I Get a Amen uh podcast and on all the platforms and uh and how often do you post a show?
2: Once a week, every Tuesday. Once Day a week, Day. there yep. you
1: go. So tune in. And you've been listening to Cajun Catholics with Kayla Bertrand.
2: Kayla and Stansberry. <laughs> so
1: how about that? I was just kidding. <laughs> I must know what Kayla That's how stands.
0: God keeps us humble. Oh, man. Yeah. Every day the man's so humbling me every day. Please
1: listen next week to Christy. We're going to uh, feature her, and Kayla will be here to co-host. Again, we always challenge you to engage the Cajun Catholic. And you, again, thanks for being on the Thanks story. for having me. This okay. was awesome. Until next time, God bless.